Hey, it's DM Jeremy of Old Men Rolling Dice. We finally got to sit down with Judge Brian and play our first session of Dungeon Crawl Classics by Goodman Games. We had a lot of fun, actually. It was it was not entirely what I expected, but a really, really good time. All of our players had never played Dungeon Crawl Classics before. This was their first time. The adventure is a funnel, so instead of playing one character, you play four zero-level characters. They are not adventurers, they are simple townsfolk, and they get wrapped up in this story. There's a lot of death. Characters die very quickly and easily, but when you finish the funnel, the characters that survived are then advanced to first level and they become your character. So, without further ado, here's Dungeon Crawl Classics. Old Men Rolling Dice presents The Arwitch Grinder by Daniel Bishop. Nobody likes you. <laughs> I, I want to get that on the record. This is Old Man Rolling Dice! Now set the stage. You are all at the Hound Tavern, which is in Arwich Village. It's a small town near Ipsum. You are all there doing your business. It is the fall. There's no snow on the ground, but it has been rainy and wet outside. Uh, You are all there to do your business, and you're getting your evening meal before you're going home. Uh, You are all residents in the local area. You don't know a whole lot about the greater world. You've lived your whole lives in this small area. You are aware of Arwich, which is the town that you're in. You're aware of nearby Ipsum, and that's about it. So you are in the tavern. There's a fire going. You've just finished eating. The uh, innkeeper's name is Jonas. You know him well. You are all familiar with each other. Uh, You are cordial, and maybe you can tell me why you and your characters are in the inn on this day, and we'll go around the table. Well, first of all, Otis and Clem, the the root farmers, are here because (laughs) this is what we do after working in the fields all day. We, uh, you know, cool off. Taking it easy after hard days work. This is true. It's like cheer. Roach the orphan is just looking for handouts. He's like tiny, scrying, dragging his rag doll around, and his club. You pass out, you might get clubbed. Roach is a little shifty. Hubert Henplucker, busy day, busy day plucking and slaughtering chickens. He's got a couple pounds of extra meat, maybe looking to make a quick sale before he hits to bed. And Wilfred Wolvesbane, the Warren herder, is uh, just tied his sow outside, and uh, he's in from the fields, resting his poor sore feet. <laughs> You got background survey. Yeah, so Clem's here, the potato farmer with his brother. The rutabaga farmer. Magna, the st- dwarven stonemason's here, just relaxing after hard days of work. I got Nate, the halfling vagrant, who's just here begging outside. And Flax, the rope maker, is here after hard days of work, just to relax. Nice. Okay. You go next, or am I? I will. Uh, so Tootie uh, is... Uh, a customer monitor, and um, so she's come down uh, to town here just to secure a uh, some fruit. Uh, there's a big fruit trade in the area here, and so she's come down because she sells fruit in the market. In, a big fruit uh, trade. In, yeah, oh yeah. In Ur, in Urwich, and uh, so she's just come down to get some some supplies for selling in the market. Um, so she's just stopped off there for the evening here, 
Um, uh, Newman, my blacksmith, is um, just, he's in town. He did a delivery today just uh, to a local uh, um, shop uh, just to drop off some, some tongs and stuff that he's made for them. And then uh, Rupert Fogwater, uh, the confidence artist, is um, he's just in town. He's trying to hustle up some action in the in the tavern here tonight, see if he can get some money to drop out, I guess. And uh, and then Smelly Pete, the grog farmer, he he's just actually been uh, the <laughs> the gog farmer. So he's been what is it? Gong? It's gog. It's gong. Gong. G O N G. Gong farmer. Gong farmer. So he's, he's just he's just cleaned out the uh, taverns. He's Jonas is one of his regular calls. He's just cleaned out the latrines at the back of the, of the outhouse at the back of the uh, inn here. So he's just in enjoying a beverage and collecting his. Uh, just brought feed. the bag in with his the bag. Feed. He's got his bag of shit over his shoulder. His, uh, his night soil and sitting beside his stool in the inn, and he's just. Uh, he's just enjoying oh, Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's just enjoying a refreshment. The flies are buzzing. Just when you thought Booty ruined a bag of fire, yeah. was the, the worst there, life could be. There's an excess of flies <laughs> buzzing around. Are all school. your guys human? We're all human, yes. Yeah. All, human. all human. Are you done? That's me. Yeah. So I have Jeffrey, the indentured servant here. He's basically come to blow off steam after having to work all day. He's, he's smart, so he's probably smarter than the man that employs him. Uh, so he's maybe telling snide, snide jokes, remarks about uh, little impersonations about his employer. Wait, look at me. <laughs> and then he <laughs> says to me, um, "We have uh, Grimbled Longfinger, the halfling glove maker, who uh, is wearing very, you know, he's a peasant, but he has very stylish gloves, and uh, I think he's probably just here having a drink." And uh, Dewey Little, my animal trainer, has recently brought some hounds to town to sell. His pony is uh, tied up outside. Then I have Lancelot, who is a squire, uh, who has, uh, the night he serves, uh, just just today died of dysentery. And uh, maybe maybe was found in the gong hut. <laughs> he shot himself to death. He managed to make off with the knight's helmet and sword. He's trying to, he's trying to make himself out to be to be a knight himself. That's, that's my four. Okay, so as you're sitting there, um, and uh, you know you're all well aware of who each other is, the door opens and this about five foot tall, gigantic man comes walking in, stumbling like an overgrown baby. Basically uh, makes this noise and collapses on the floor right in front of your table. Jump up. Run over and see with the farmers, I guess. Run over and see if he's okay. What are you doing to see if he's okay? Uh, is, there, is he Look bleeding? Is there like an arrow sticking out of his back? You do not see any signs of injury on him. Maybe he's eating your rutabaga. <laughs> It doesn't look like he's breathing. It does not look like he's breathing. Hmm. So he's fallen face first onto the ground. Let's roll now he is probably 400 pounds-ish. Oh, about weird. five feet tall. Uh, tiny head, almost no neck, and basically just all mass. Can Nate go over there and 
search his pockets. <laughs> he is wearing no clothing oh, at all. He's stark be, naked? He would have been an Absolutely stark naked. That doesn't mean he doesn't have valuables. <laughs> <laughs> we found some jewels. Some family jewels. He does have uh, marks around his neck. Well, Jeffrey will push through the crowd with his... <laughs> He's very tall and lanky. Move aside, move aside. Let's have a look at this man. So a crowd started to gather. Um, definitely crowdworthy. There's uh, seated nearby you at a table was Joe. He's a local farmer. Bob. He's the. Does he look familiar? Like have we ever seen this? You've person? never seen not only this person, but you've not seen anything that looks quite like him before. Imagine so he doesn't look like the kingpin from the Marvel verse yeah. with virtually no neck and a tiny head, naked uh, marks. Uh, when he came in, he was making a very strange noise, like he was trying to communicate, but was not able to for some reason. And right now, he is unmoving, lying face first, right like in front of the doorway. Je the Jeffrey, Mark, like he was hung, or so from the back, you can see that it's lines, and they're cut deep, right around his neck, almost the indentations that a ring would leave on a finger after being worn for years. Okay, Jeffrey's gonna call to Jonas. I need a ladle. I need a ladle. A ladle? A ladle? He might have choked on something. Maybe that's what he was gasping about. Okay, so... I'm not uh, sticking my fingers in there, though. Jonas motions to one of the servant girls, and she comes back with a wooden ladle. So, and Jeffrey... He, he walks over that? and hands it to okay, you. Okay, Jeffrey will step in. We need this man rolled over. Okay. Um, Look lively! I guess... None of my characters have a bonus. What are the, do, the brother, do the brothers have a name? Like, are Newman, they the Smith uh, brothers? or whatever? Newman obliges. I'll, I'll yeah. wade in. I'll, I'll go in and I'll, I'll, I'll roll. I'll Who's that? The gong farmer? No, the uh, blacksmith. Like, oh, I, will, the strength? I will move over. I'll be like... It will take a couple to move him. Somebody so help me start, here. Somebody you help me. realize that you will need assistance. Yes, I, I, I can't do this. Somebody help me. Lancelot will step in. He's... No. Is there any like? Do I have a chance to like open the door and see if there's anyone else out there? Yeah, you can. Room? You can open the door. I'm gonna do that. And while they're flipping them over, I'm gonna see if maybe someone's chased them or. You see nothing outside. You do see uh, the muddy footprints where he came in, and you uh, you can see that it's starting to uh, get very dark outside. So it's just after the evening meal in the fall. I'll get him rolled over. So okay. the oh. two of you roll him over, and when you roll him over, you can see that the, the marks uh, are easily visible here. Same on the front as were the back. And uh, he's holding something in both of his hands, and the Jonas, the tavern keeper, says, That's Bessie Kerwin's bonnet. She was in here not two days ago with her father. Jeffrey's like, well, we better open his mouth and see if she's in there. So you all know who the... He's obviously eating something. <laughs> you all know who Bessie Kerwin is. The Kerwin clan are a family who's lived in the area for a long time. They are farmers. They have pigs. They have a pig farm. And they... Uh... <laughs> These are your competition. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Bessie Kerwin is known throughout a greater area because she's widely considered the prettiest girl in the area. By far. Wait a minute, is she age appropriate? She is 16, but she is very, very pretty. And well, everybody knows Bessie Kerwin. Uh, <laughs> one other thing about the Kerwin family is uh, everybody is aware that two winters ago, if it wasn't for the Kerwin family, pretty much everybody in Arwich and in nearby Ipsum 
probably would have starved to death. There was a terrible famine two winters before, hmm. and the town had no food coming in. Uh, they had so gone through their stores, and the Kerwin family had been supplying all of the people of Arch and Ipsum with food. They were sending sausages and salted meat and everything. Basically, if it hadn't been for the Kerwin family, everybody in the, the two neighboring communities would have starved to death. Mm -hmm. This was two years prior. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, so we have to... We need to go over there. Well, let's verify that this is her bonnet, or yeah. see if there's anything else in his hands. Grimbold's like, we don't have to do anything. <laughs> which, which one's Grimbold? Grimbold's the halfling. <laughs> With the fine gloves. He has very delicate... I'm fingers. sure he got his fair share of meals, eh? <laughs> he's still got a couple sausages packed into his coat pockets, but he's not... He's not Second watching. breakfast. Second breakfast. <laughs> Does the bonnet look bloody or anything? No, the bonnet is fairly clean, but it's definitely hers. I mean, okay. uh, we, yeah, but he's stark naked. Not, no, but like, not we don't know that she's missing. Yeah, not Maybe everybody has uh, money for fine clothing or anything, but her bonnet, uh, it was uh, white with blue trim and it had embroidery around it. It was very distinctive. Uh, okay. Jeffrey's going to uh, try to pry the guy's mouth open with, oh the, with the ladle, the back He's end of the ladle. really obsessed so, with this, right? We've so, talked about your oral fixation in previous campaigns. So, uh, although it was You're right. <laughs> I don't know what it is. As you do this, you see that um, there's something very strange about him. His tongue has been completely removed, but a long time ago it is fully healed. Uh, which explains the noises oh, he was making as he opened the door. It was almost like he was trying to communicate, but lacked the tools to do so. Like but he doesn't collar, look human. Right? Is he missing any other parts? You think so? He does look human. The, the, marks, the marks are yeah. from a collar, because he yeah, said it was like, similar to like a ring like, that had been on. Yeah, it's like a slave like, collar. Like yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is he missing something? any other parts? But here's my point. This guy's doing okay He's for not. a slave. What are you saying? Although he has... He's missing his tongue. He's singing soprano? Maybe. So he has very minute genitalia. So he's not. I, been, I really don't want to go on this conversation. He's not been, not been gelded, but he like looks like the kingpin, but uh, okay. mostly equal fat, uh, equal parts fat and muscle. Uh, but almost, the head doesn't seem to fit the body. Almost correct? right. Very small head, um, almost no neck, and uh, very large torso, large thighs. Okay, so this isn't just Jeff, Jeffrey's going to gasp and be like, "He's got no tongue." That didn't choke him. Yeah. So. I think at the moment, and I'm just gonna throw this out there, his lack of a tongue is probably the least of his worries. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is uh, child-sized genitalia. <laughs> so you're an expert now. <laughs> so he's also. Um, I, I am well versed in such things, says Jeffrey. <laughs> he's he's super pale too, like almost white well, we like have, snow. We have footprints. Okay. So he's not. We know, can we? Take the bonnet out of his hand. <coughs> yes. Okay, so I'm gonna pry it. Uh, maybe you should follow where he came from. Yeah, just that. Like, yeah. so do we know if Betsy's missing? We don't know. They just know that she was so, here two days ago, and that's her bonnet. Yeah. So Smelly Pete will come he forward and be like, "What?" Off the she line. had been in with her father. They had okay. been getting supplies. Mm -hmm. They had come into the inn to buy a bag of salt. Dewey's gonna smell. <laughs> gonna smell him. Yeah. Okay. He smells. What, what's Dewey do for a living? He's an animal trainer. You know what? I'm good with this. Okay. <laughs> He'll give a sniff. So he smells like a farm. 
Like he's come been been out of the farm. And uh, the footsteps that you had seen that come in, they go in the direction of the Kerwin homestead, which is about it's about a two hour walk if you left now. Right. So Smelly Pete comes forward and he's like, "We we need to go out to the Kerwin farm and see if things are okay out there. I I was going out there tomorrow to clean out the latrines. Let's go." I love how Smelly Pete's like. (laughs) He's got his bag of shit. He's like. Okay, so you like, can hear people in the air starting to talk like, oh, Sir Haberdasher, I can't possibly now follow Not a gong partner. He's very persuasive as well. He's at 16. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my you got god. Some, what the stats? What were you doing in the shit? Why would you roll a gong farmer after rolling a beautiful... Okay, so... So Jonas says, who's going to go check this out? Obviously. We will. We Okay. <laughs> is there? Is everybody's on board with that, right? We're gonna go check. Of course. Okay. No time to split the party now. Well, yeah. Okay, so all of you, raise your hands. Oh, we yeah, volunteer. Should, yeah, like. In addition to you, the people that were at the table beside you, Joe, the uh, farmer from the nearby farm, and Bob, the town tailor, they also volunteer. Oh my gosh, we have retainers. <laughs> I, we might be the retainers. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think so. This is a party of retainers. Is this town big enough to have like? City Watch or City Guard. Or anything else. No, I, I, no. Vigilante justice across it's the board. Across okay. There are a few 16 things. plus 2, 18 of us. We're basically a lynch mob. Yeah. yeah. Get the torches and the fit torches. We don't have a lot of torches. Go sparingly on the torches. No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any torches. I, no, I somebody do. has a torch. Arm themselves from the kitchen. There we go. Oh, there he is. There, wow. So let's. uh. Okay. Does the tailor have a weapon? Do the, uh, we all have weapons. Dewey's like, Dewey says, like, maybe we should take his head. Why? What seems very small. You are weird. <laughs> You're talking about removing his head from his body this here. Is Dewey, in the middle. This was Dewey who was sniffing him. <laughs> so, you know, there's still a crowd around. Me. People are <laughs> hypothesizing what happened to him. You know, people are like, Dewey it must have been a heart attack. You know, okay. oh, what happened to him? He just who, maybe, who stopped, is maybe he? he fainted. He's not the kind of guy you just don't notice. Who is it? Yeah, we don't know. Jeffrey's like, clearly, fat <clears throat> and overexerted himself. <laughs> okay, let's let's establish, let's set this thing in motion. Either that or shame of his giblets. I don't know. <laughs> we're not going to touch him, we're just going to follow where he can. Yeah, it could be a plague. I just say that to start up Ryan, eh? <laughs> Probably the plague. <laughs> We'll just leave him here in the eating establishment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so the people are staying behind to take uh, care of this body. Yeah. Jeffrey will uh, go and hand the ladle back uh, <laughs> the end that went in. <laughs> there you go. Does the town tailor have a knife or something, or like a weapon? We get something from the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, so I'm good he, he has something. Okay. Why? You Let's have him, don't you? I do, but he don't don't worry he's coming with he us. He's a he's he's Who's coming with us? He's coming with us. He's going in first. Is Jonas coming with us? No. The I have a good feeling it's not going to be that easy. Yeah. He's, he's an older guy. He's, uh, his adventuring days are over. Well, if we're going to go, we should go before the sun goes yeah, down. Let's go. The sun is actually, because it's the fall, the sun has set now. Let's go. The like the tar- land between the like tavern and the homestead is... It's on a road. Okay. So there is two a road. Hours. It's uh, Through a forest, through field? Uh, for adjacent to forest on either side. Okay. I have a question for you. All right. Is the town bothered by, like, monsters or anything? Is this something that... 
No, it's been a pretty Pretty idyllic rural existence. Like, we wouldn't have any fear of going from town to the farmstead. No. Okay, good enough. Except the giant spiders. Or something like that. Right, so there's nothing. Light light that torch. Yeah, so you will need some light. I got a lantern. Okay. I have a lantern. One one lantern lantern is fine. One lantern to lead the way. Who has it? I can use my lantern. My dwarf has it. My dwarf has a lantern, too. We don't need it. <laughs> Do they have dark vision? Yeah. No, didn't know that. Well, okay. we'll go. <clears throat> All right. So Do- Dewey hangs at the back. He like talks. Wilfred Wolvesbane, the herder. Who, who are the f- two leading and who who are the two trailing? Just for my interest. I, I'm gonna say Dewey is one of the trailers. Okay. Is, is Dewey Dewey's the sniffer and the cut off the head? And who's the leading? Who are we putting up front? You have the lantern. One of your characters, Ian? Yeah. Okay. So who's, who's got Are the lantern? Are you leading the lantern leader? Yeah, my guys will go first. Okay. Who? All who? of them? Yeah. All of them? Okay. 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 Right. And who's it trailing? The sniffer? Well, Dewey is. The rest of my characters, I okay. think, would push. Well, I'll put Roach the orphan back there, because he's probably not even invited. He's probably the black, just tag, the black, tagging my, along. Yeah, like Newman, okay. my blacksmith, will, he'll go up front. Like, no, that's all He'll be up there. So Ian's got, <laughs> but Ian's taking the lead with the lantern. Right, because I think... Dewey and Roach are in the rear. No. Yeah, rope maker. He's no, a stonemason. The stonemason. Is that a dwarf? Is he expected to live? He's got dark vision as well, so that might be good out in the front anyway. Okay. All right. I'm going to grab my chicken and my pig. I don't know if I want to leave them behind. Don't trust. Carrying, like, carrying the chicken? <laughs> one character has a chicken, one other one has a sow. Okay. Okay. And we have a pony, right? Yes, Dewey, Dewey can't ride a pony, though. I mean, he's a full-grown man. He just talks to it. <laughs> It's just companion. I'm glad you said talks. <laughs> <laughs> Come along, Bandicoot. Come along, Bandicoot. Loretta. Okay, so you all head out in the order that you had described, and you start making your way out of town. As you get out of town, the you know smaller houses end. You can see woods on either side. The road becomes narrower, and it becomes basically a walking path with a little bit of clearance on either side. People do have carts that they bring in for trade, but for the most part, people walk. Having a horse is quite the luxury. Uh, you're about 10 minutes out of town, and you can see two figures up ahead on the path. Uh, they're too far away to you know, get any details, but they are coming towards you. Do they look huge like that guy? Uh, they're too far away for you oh, to so tell still. anything right now. They're they're quite a ways off, we, and it's dark. We so. have the numbers. Do so. they have a light as I'm well? Or they do the not dark. have a light. They're in the dark. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm just saying, don't give them the road. They they move for us. That's we'll what Jeff, just keep going. That's just what keep Jeffrey going, says. Yeah. So Jeffrey's a squire. No, Jeffrey is the indentured servant. He's had enough. <laughs> As you keep going, because the two groups are just on a collision course, there yeah. you can see that it is two figures, just like the one that came into the inn, and these ones are reaching out like this and making noise like. Ah, ah, are they naked too? Uh, naked. Now these two, uh, as they get closer, you can see that they actually have collars on, with some cordage hanging off that's been uh, broke or worn away. Ah. This is feeling like combat. <laughs> no problem, murder hobo. Which one of your characters is that? I just say, uh, well, I don't know. We don't I'm know. Feel, I don't think they're coming over just to like. So uh, they're, they're getting closer. 
So I'm just gonna keep walking. I mean, uh, I think I'm gonna slow down. They're ready the pitchfork. They, 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 <laughs> like everybody's gonna get I, whatever weapon they have out and be like. I feel like, like I would like hold back a little bit and yeah. be like, "What the I'm hell? Like, let's wait and like, yeah, Mr. So personality. as I don't know the yeah. they're almost yeah. upon you at this moment. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. wait. Okay. Do they? Do they seem to? They, see they respond. They respond. Yeah. They, they're uh, uh, like they're trying to impart some knowledge, and they completely. I'm gonna lack say, do you tools. understand me? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> they're just making these weird noises that you can see as they open their mouths that neither okay. of them have tongues. So, so Newman will Newman will be like, "Are you are you Newman. in trouble? Are you okay?" <laughs> Like, where are you coming from? Where have you come from? That way, obviously. Tell them to take us where they came from. Yeah. As, as they, they start to get a little panicked because they're greatly outnumbered yeah. and they're having problems yeah. with communication, and they break off and they start running into the woods. What okay. more? They're not really... They're, they're, they're like giant wood. fat babies. After them! They, uh, they're they're trying to bring them down, release the wolves. They're trying to get away from there where they came from, and you're you and not us, effectively and us, aiding yeah, them, and they're going yeah, this so. way. What was going on at this homestead? Did they that these things? Do you think they were like at the homestead? Maybe. Was there some dark secret going on out at Betty's place? Let's go. So this so is the we, Dewey, Dewey will be like better yet. What did we eat two years ago? <laughs> Is Dewey the sniffer? <laughs> do you know it's really interesting that you ask that? <laughs> because as you do, you remember that Bob the tailor and Joe the farmer actually died in the famine two years ago. So who the fuck are these guys with you? <laughs> oh. Who realizes that, Dewey? Dewey. Whoever it was that said that. Dewey. <laughs> Dewey. <laughs> the guys that were Dewey. having drinks with? They're with us right now. They start to lose their form and they become something that's almost, it's recognizable as a human, but with no discernible features. They look almost identical. Like they have no noses. Wow. Like a doppelganger yeah, type thing doppel going on. This is escalated. Go Dewey on. just yells, kill them. <laughs> Kill him! Kill him! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're rolling 20s. That's, that's not Jim at all! 20s uh, for initiative? Sure. Yeah, 20s for initiative. Add your agility. I get to add one to that. Oh, add your agility. Oh, agility but we're doing it for the whole, the yeah, whole party, though, right? So, yes. Yeah, just okay. use, just so, use, just use, just use. Okay, so two. But which agility modifier do I use? If I have my best. Your best. Your best. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think you are because I saw that roll. <laughs> oh, okay. So. was a two. What'd you roll? <laughs> I rolled 15 plus one is 16. Nice. Save a scene. What'd you get? Nine. Okay. Now, my lucky ability, or my, my, I have initiative as my. Seven. Um, so you can add your luck to your initiative roll. I can add my luck. Which is plus one. Plus one. So, so you're one higher. That's three. He's got three. Congrats. Yeah, we're, we're tied then. Okay. Uh, okay, you're up. Okay. And you get four attacks for your four characters. And what do we roll to attack? D20 plus your... Uh, so if it's a ranged weapon, it would be your agility modifier. Okay. If it's uh, melee, it's strength. 
Okay, we're going to go. Are they all melee? So And these guys are not armored, so you need a... Uh, Otis runs in with his pitchfork. Clam, follow me! <laughs> follow the road of Vegas! <laughs> uh, seven? Miss. Roach, the orphan, will swing its club. Fourteen. That is a hit. For 1d4. Oh, no. Smoking damage. Tree. Okay. I have a minus one to my attack. Hubert Henplucker grabs his hand axe. Is he swinging at the same one? Or sure. Same same one. The hand at him. <clears throat> no, but I mean, this is what he chops chicken heads off with. <laughs> 11. Nope. 10. It's a hit. 10's a hit. They're unarmored. D6. Okay, one is down. Nice. For the chicken! Wilfred Wolvesbane, the dwarven herder. With a staff? 17. That is a hit. Just club it with a D4. Tree. Okay. Tree. Oh, that was Hubert. You uh, had quite the turn there. Next up I'm used to is Ian. Me? I'm used to Dean. Were you? So Clem would pitch I would expect to have to roll higher, you know? So mm-hmm. 11. That's Oh, the pitchfork is coming. So 5. Do you add strength to damage with the Yes, you do. So 6 damage. Okay. You're a murderer with your pitchfork. And that one is down as well. Got him right in the throat. So <laughs> you can tell <laughs> now that they're down, that basically their clothing and their weapon was part of the... What the hell are these things? Dewey's sniffing them. <laughs> We're totally taking these ones' heads. Is Dewey not that bright? <laughs> Dewey what? Dewey's... Dewey's okay. Dewey's chaotic. No, I don't think Dewey's okay is a statement we can make. I would like to reiterate that. Dewey is okay? Not a statement His I'm going to fly here. So <laughs> who was it that um, oh, it's dealt the final blow? On the first one. So just Hubert Henslucker. Okay, mark on your characters which one uh, did that some way. Okay, I'll put a little star in it. Yeah. Do we do that for like almost every combat or no, just this one just in, this one. In, in in particular. Hubert Henslucker. I'm worried now. Like, who else are these things? You know what? You are all looking suspicious all of a sudden. Was that the only two extra people that came with us, right? Yeah. Yes. So we got two skinny cane, little melt, no feature guys, and two really big. In the bar, did these guys get freaked out by these giants? Do we remember anybody else dying that was in the bar? They appeared to be as uh, befuddled by the events as anybody else. So it's not like they were standoffish and looked normal. No, there was no, no tell that uh, they weren't that they weren't Bob the Tailor and Joe. Thinking the about the bar or the tavern we were in, was there anybody else that we might have seen in there that now it dawns on us where we might they might have died like back then? Two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going back to the fact that the sausages might have been made on these lumbering guys because it seems like a possibility all of a sudden. Cannibals, possibly. Interesting. Maybe, maybe the famine was far more extensive than we realized. <laughs> maybe it wasn't a famine. <laughs> okay, 
And these two large things are still lumbering off into the woods. They have, they, they're now gone. Yeah. Okay. As soon as the combat okay. started, yeah. they dark. They're gone. Yeah, they started they're running as fast like, as we should drag them off the road. Stubby little legs. Chop off their heads and take so them with us. So they turn into <laughs> these formless things, and they're naked. They have nothing yes. on them. They're not formless. They have eyes. No, but they don't have like clothing underneath. Or Boil the flesh off them and see what their skulls oh look like. Oh my lord. Maybe you should kill Dewey. <laughs> I'm hoping that just takes care of itself in time. <laughs> Dewey, why don't you go run after the big guys? <laughs> the one said something about your mom. This one's got me curious. <laughs> okay, we're on a dark road. Who's got the axe? Bring the axe over here. Dewey's you do not have my axe. <laughs> Dude, this is not Lord of the Rings. We'll drag you do not have road. my axe. Yeah, we'll drag drag these guys off yeah. the road? Okay. And once they're sort of away, we'll... Boy, Dewey our blade, away. and okay. Lancelot will give yeah. so Dewey a sword. not that far from the Kerwin house. Okay. Uh, something Farmstead bad's happening at the Kerwin house. At this point. Dewey takes one of their heads. What's he takes Lancelot's sword. The Why kid won't Lancelot do it. give it to him? Because he's just a kid. He's a squire. And Dewey's kind of terrifying. What does Dewey do for a living again? He's an animal he's trainer. An animal trainer. <laughs> With a fetish for heads. He chops off a head and sticks it in his bag. Animal training was a lot different right. back then. Actually, I don't have a bag, so I guess I'm carrying it. On How the are you going to do this? Yeah, so I'm just going to sort of... Would you like to borrow no hair? So, yes. yeah, there's no hair, really no features. The ears are just holes in the side of the head. The no, There's no nose, just... Uh, what are you going to do They look that? like a gray, but with more human-type features. Nope, I'm going to lash it to my my saddle on the pony. Do we still want to the pony? What did you yeah. All right. The pony's name is Bandicoot, if you mind. Okay, we keep going. Follow he has feelings too, you know. <laughs>